political economist and researcher at Benchmark Foundation, David van Veek, speaking on AM Live uh, earlier this morning. Now, we're joined uh, by constitutional law expert Professor Pierre Defoss uh, to talk about some of the legal aspects surrounding this potential change. Professor, good afternoon to you. Many thanks for your time. You're going to be able to put this in simple language <coughs> for us, I know. Lawyers, and there was immediate reaction saying there are certain elements of what uh, the public protector is recommended that go beyond, uh, you know, what she's mandated to do. And indeed, this uh, um, proposed amendment to the Constitution would be illegal. What is your knowledge of this? Um, well, the, the public protector in the report actually doesn't give a recommendation. She say, she instructs the parliament to begin the process which will lead to the amendment of the constitution and then she provides how it must be amended. So she instructs parliament to amend the constitution. That she cannot do, actually, she doesn't have the power. She is subject to the law and the constitution, so she cannot order the amendment of the constitution in the same way um, that the constitutional court cannot order an amendment of the constitution. Um, So, but of course, that doesn't mean that that remedial action is not binding because the Constitutional Court has said that it is. So if somebody is unhappy with that remedial action, they will have to go to court. They will have to tell the court that this is beyond the powers of the public protector and then the court will obviously review and set aside that particular remedial action uh, dealing with the mandate of the uh, Reserve Bank, which doesn't mean Parliament cannot consider the matter. It can. Um, Parliament is free to change any part of the Constitution it wishes, but it cannot be told to do so, and it's, it cannot be bound by that uh, in a legal, uh, legally valid way. In terms of the, the changes, and uh, the Reserve Bank is being you know, quite vociferous in saying it's going to really just change fundamentally uh, the way it works, a bit of background perhaps to the Constitution and how it defines what the Reserve Bank uh, can and can't do and must do, uh, if you don't mind? Well, the Constitution is very clear about the mandate of the Reserve Bank, and uh, the mandate is to protect the currency. Um, It's it's to um, make sure that there's economic stability through the protection of the currency through making sure that there is, uh, what is the word, Uh, making sure that inflation does not um, escalate. So that is at the moment its uh, its stated mandate in the Constitution. The economists can argue with each other now about whether that is a good mandate or not. I have no idea because I'm not an economist, but that is what the Constitution says at the moment. Now, of course, and you made the point uh, that uh, the Constitutional Court found that any of these uh, findings by the public protector are now legally binding. We sort of ended up in this situation because of the the reaction to um, the previous public protector, Tuli Marnosella's findings in State of Capture and uh, other ones. How how do the problems people had, or at least the president, uh, the way he argued it um, against the applying the recommendations of the public protector's report on and uh, the instructions indeed uh, on state of capture compared to this one by Bosusium uh, Kubani when it comes to the Reserve Bank? 
Well, there are, there, there, there are similarities and there are differences. The similarity is in both cases, the public protector is supporting to instruct another branch of government to do something. Um, in both cases, they, they are saying, well, you cannot instruct us to do something. We have to exercise our individual discretion. A slight difference, perhaps, is that it's a bit more drastic to order somebody to change the constitution than it would be um, to um, appoint a commission of inquiry which does not actually have any legally binding effect. Um, so, but the same type of argument will be made in both cases, of course. Um, and so, uh, the the, the um, Reserve Bank people will invoke, ironically, <laughs> quite ironically, uh, will probably, their arguments will mirror very much what the president is arguing in his case about uh, the public protector not having the power to order him to appoint a commission of inquiry and maybe even use the same case law. Okay, this is going to take a while to unpack, and we've seen with the president's uh, case, it's also, you know, it's ongoing. What what happens while this, you know, this goes on? I mean, does Parliament then sit on this? They can, as you said, they can easily go ahead and decide they're going to consider this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, the, the first thing to understand is that if you go to court, then the then once the the court um, is seized of the matter, then of course then you don't have to comply with uh, public protective um, remedial action. Um, so it is open to Parliament to decide whether they want to consider it, but they would not be compelled to do so until such time as the court has given a final uh, uh, given a final answer on the matter. Many thanks to the constitutional law expert, Professor Pierre de Foss.